The following podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network is provided by Vision Automotive. Welcome to the podcast, Sis, I See You Too, a podcast exploring topics black women seldom talk about publicly. You'll hear it all here on Sis, I See You Too. Here are your hosts, Cookie and Sparkle. Welcome to Sis, I See You Too, a podcast for black women and the people who love them. I'm Cookie and I am here with my partner, Sparkle. What's up, Sparkle? Hey, hey, we back at it. So what's been going on? Because, you know, it's been a minute since we have did a recording. And I know you've had some changes and I've had some changes. So what's going on? Yeah, um, just navigating life and taking in loan life lessons. Like, you know, not settling, negotiating, knowing my worth and my value. You know, it, it just pops up in different aspects of life. Okay, so so what's been going on that... Because you called me, you're like, we have to talk about this. So what happened? So I'm a firm believer that until you address something, it keeps popping up in your life. And wasn't last weekend, it was the weekend before. Um, we were up here just kind of hanging out. And I don't remember what we were talking to Andre about. Tickets. Yes. And... I said something along the line of, can I ask you for this particular thing? And he just looked at me. <laughs> it was like, I could see the wheels turning, but I didn't know what he was going to say. And he's like, yes, you can ask me. What's the worst I could say? No. And I was like, oh, okay. Can I have this many tickets? And he was like, all right, cool. Like, I had made it such a bigger deal than what it had been. Uh-huh. And he looked at me. He was like, you women do not negotiate. And I remember thinking, like, I was just thinking this on Monday when I was sitting somewhere that I had not negotiated something properly. I just accepted what they offered me. And then it just transpired right here in front of me again. And I think that is one of... Uh, for a lot of women, but especially women of color, because we have gotten so used to accepting and settling what people give us. Right. And I remember that because he said, you said, I, I want some tickets. And it was like two, three, four. He was like, give me a number. Right. Because the most and I can I do is say no. The number. I was like, uh, like, it was just so I was so meek about it. And. What was the worst he could have said? No, I can't do that. Or, or I can't can... give you that many. Right. Right. So that that was a, a good, a, a gem. So, uh -huh. so that kind of sat with me that day. And then I thought about it the whole week. And I kept saying, like, I have to negotiate my value. Like, I can't just accept what is being handed to me. Right. I'm okay with being humble and being grateful. But I also need to recognize my value. Because he has said, like, hey, you did this thing. And I'm like, I, I didn't really do that. Like, I was just doing stuff that I thought was funny. He's like, no, he's like, you did this great thing. Why, why aren't you accepting that this is a value? Like, Because I think, I know for me, one of those things is, you know, I've always heard, well, be humble. Mm -hmm. And nobody likes a bragger. Uh, nobody wants to hear you pat yourself on the back. 
let other people do it. Yes. Well, that's almost like outside of my mother, the only person who cared about if I really ate was my daddy. And if I don't pat myself on the back or if I don't acknowledge what I've done, who's really going to do it? And can you do it in a way that's not um, gloating, but just saying I did this and I'm proud that I did this. Look at the difference or the change that I've made. Which is so odd because I will build up another woman in a heartbeat. Like, I'm, Cookie, you did this. I'm so proud of you. Like, I have no problem giving off praise, helping you to recognize your value. Like, I have no problem. But when it comes to me, I'm just like, mm, I'm just sparkle. Like, no, 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 no don't why do that. Do you, why do you think that is? Um, I mean, like, seriously. Like, why do you think you behave like that. I just think it was being conditioned to be humble. Mm-hmm. And what that looked like is exactly what you just described. Like you don't brag on yourself. You don't uh, like just today, someone approached me and they said, Hey, I have a project for you. I think it's perfect for you. Would you mind doing it? And I was like, me? Like What? And they're like, yes, you meet all the qualifications and they spell out the qualifications. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. But in my mind, I was like, me? You you want me to help you with this project? Like, I don't know. I, I know I have the skills. I know I'm qualified. I know I'm educated. But I just, you, y'all have a lot of faith in me. Like, okay. <laughs> you, you know what? I think it comes from this idea that as black women especially, we do not recognize our greatness, our strength. <laughs> You know, and then when somebody, you know, tells us this is what I want to do or you're you did a fantastic job for this. It's almost like we go in shock like me. I did. I've learned to say thank you so much. I'm working on it. Well, we're going to let's practice. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm more, I really am working on it. And even Saturday when we were up here, mm-hmm. um, I did talk to Andre and I was like, thank you for bringing that to my attention. I've been working on it. And okay, so I, I was working on it. And it was so ironic that you ran into me and I at the store. Okay, let me give, pe- no, <laughs> let me give some background. Uh, Sparko closed on a house. And there's more to that, but this is the gist of the story. And she is getting the kitchen remodeled. I happened to run into her at one of the big box stores. And she was standing in front of probably one of the most beautiful refrigerators I'd ever seen. And she was talking herself out of it. That's the settling part. Yeah. And my, my words to you was... You have worked so hard for this and you have the money for it. Why would you not give yourself the best because you deserve it and you could afford it and you loved it and you were trying to talk yourself out of it. So my question is, did you order the refrigerator? I did not order it yet um, because it's part of the budget. So I have to let the contractor, but I did let him know that I wanted that fridge. Um, but why the second guessing or the settling? I've always been like that, even with 
We're going to call him Lord Voldemort. Okay, so <laughs> my ex, Lord Voldemort, he would do this thing where, like, I would want something. I'd be like, mm, all right, I'll get back to it. Like, I wasn't focused on me. I was always focused on everyone else and mm-hmm. me and everyone else's needs. I know toxic behavior, not taking care of yourself. But he would be like, you deserve it. Like, he would constantly say that to me. Or he would, like, gift me with something and be like, you deserve this. Like, you deserve it. Like, why do you not think you deserve nice things? And it's not that I don't have nice things. It's not that I won't splurge here and there. But I, I'm very frugal. I'm very, I don't know where that mm-hmm. came from. I just, I'm very frugal. If it comes to you, hey, ball out, right? But when it comes to me, I'm like, mm, let me see how I can work this. I don't know why I'm like that. I'm working on it. But he will always say, you deserve this. And that's the one thing I took from that relationship is like, I deserve this. I deserve to have nice things. I work hard. I'm not harming anyone with this purchase. I'm not. And I really, you know, I was standing there back and forth. Like you were back and forth over here. It's a thousand dollars and it's on sale tomorrow. Like I was working it (laughs) out. So how does, so how do you justify the, the warning and saying that, you know, you deserve nice things and then going back to say, well, I'm going to go over here and get this other one just because it's cheaper. Honestly, I don't. I'm really working, working on, on it. That? And it has been a process. Like, I just feel like, and, and I think a lot of it stems from the relationships I've had with money. I've always been good with money. I've always budgeted money. Yep. But the issue was I was with partners who were not so great with money. So, of course, I'm not going to get this nice thing that I want because I have to be frugal just in case you don't do what you need to do with your finances. Like, it was always having that safety net and that egg. So, I'm still coming out of that. My last partner definitely was a help in that. Like, he he was financially stable. He, for the most part, budgeted his money well. But it really took... I want to say maybe five or six years where I got to a place where I was okay with being like, I deserve this. I'm going to purchase this for myself and I'm not going to doubt it. But there are still those times like you saw on Saturday where I was standing there. I'm like, mm, I no, I can get something similar. Like I just, I don't know where I was in that moment. I was just like, this price tag is making me sad. Let me let me find something different. But I love the fridge, and I will be getting it because I deserve it. Well, I honestly, you know, did a little bit of research. And part of the reason why women settle is really this thing of fear, mm-hmm. you know, that we really don't deserve it or some or is somebody going to be angry at me or is it going to be taken away Or, like you said, I have to be my own backup plan. Like, you're in a relationship with someone, but you still had to be your own backup plan. You still had to conserve your money, but we we do that. Because I've done that. I'm at a point now where, you know, I understand the necessity of saving money, the making sure that you have the savings plan, and all of that stuff, the financial gurus tell us we need to do right Right. but there are times when you have saved and you have not splurged and you want something i'm a proponent of get what you want because in in a home when you love it and you get what you want and you love it you love it forever 
and you'd be very proud to know that my contractor is of the same mindset. He's like, we're not just going to pick anything. Like, no, this is your home. I want you to love it. I want you to be happy in it. I want you to feel comfortable in it. Because, you know, I'm like, just make the kitchen look nice. All right, I'll be back. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. We're going we gonna to walk through this together. Right, so, but, let, but let that translate into just your whole self. Yeah. So when people give you a compliment, do you say thank you or do you go like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't think so. You know, like if you say, oh, I like your outfit today, I'll say, oh, thank you. Um, I'm OK with that. But like if you're like, hey, you did a really good job on this project. I like that you did A, B, D and C. I'd be like, oh, really? OK. They, like it's like, oh, all right. Cool. Like it's never just, oh, thank you. And accepting of that. Right. So how are we going to work on that? How do you work on that? So basically, I've been avoiding everybody and their mom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I really am trying to be conscious of that. And like I said, it was just so funny that you came into the store because I was literally talking myself out of it. Naya was trying to talk me into it. I was like, no, Naya, we have to make smart decisions. Like I was in. You were doing all the right, things to, 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 get to justify <laughs> that is something that not only did you want it but you loved it and it becomes that my want over the need of it, the necessity. The necessity is I need a refrigerator, but do I need a refrigerator that's over a thousand dollars or do I need, you know, whatever the item is, do I need it? Right. And it it really wasn't a situation of pricing. Like you said, right. It wasn't the pricing. It wasn't, you and I talked through that in like two seconds. I'm like, oh, I can't afford this. But I was just like, no, that's okay. I'm go- I'm going to be responsible and save the money for something else. But I'm getting my fridge. I'm I'm going to get it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I I'm really trying to be conscious of accepting compliments when they're at not like a surface level. Like, oh, you look good today. Or, oh, I like your hair. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, if you tell me, hey, you did a great job on this project and I appreciated that, I'm really trying to internalize that and take that in without feeling like I can't. Right. So I'm going to ask you this. And this is a conversation that Dre and I have had because I call myself a former people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And when I mean people pleaser, like if there was an issue with somebody, I would kind of avoid it or I would avoid it until it got to the end. And, you know, I tell people I'm a Gemini. Right. So my twins are Michelle Obama or Cardi B. Okay, that's that really is the extreme. Ninety nine percent of the time, Michelle Obama, the twin is just ruling and we are moving but in that moment when cardi b show up i'm gonna hit you in the head with a with a microphone i'm because instead of me saying no or instead of me telling you what i really needed or wanted or i should have done i hold it in until i explode right Mm -hmm. so is that a form of people pleasing is it a form of um self-doubt like even with the you know while we're talking about the ideal of a refrigerator is there some self-doubt because i thought about it and i was like she better because is it a self-doubt is it this people pleasing is it this deserving of 
for me in that moment, it wasn't the self-doubt. It wasn't people-pleasing. It was more of just the fear of what I had gone through this whole process to get to this point. I didn't want to jeopardize anything financially. And then when we looked at it, it was like, oh, no, it's not going to mess anything up. Like, you're not even paying for this. This is in the budget. Like, you're good to go. Okay. But I was really thinking rationally. Now, as a reformed people pleaser, I know who I am. And that's why I try and be direct with people because I will bottle. And then when I pop off, everybody's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, how did we get here? So I try and be direct with people. Um, but a lot of that stemmed from people pleasing. I didn't want to cause any problems, you know, in my household. Um, I can give you a perfect example. Um, my ex-husband was very annoyed with my frugalness, even though my frugalness was keeping us afloat. Mm -hmm. So like, okay, if I went shopping for something and I actually learned this back in college, um, in, um, philanthropy with Dr. Gady and they would talk about how our goods are made and processed and right. how we're paying three and 400 times the, the price of what it costs them to make the goods. So in that particular class that day, I decide I'm not buying anything full price because it costs you like a fourth of what I'm paying to produce and ship this item here. Right. So I always bought clearance. I coupon. I was frugal. Everything can't be couponed or, you know, cut costs. There are some things you're just going to have to pay what the cost is. But again, because he was not financially responsible, I had to have a nest egg aside for us all the time because I never knew what type of financial blow he was going to deal me that month. Right. We went into Macy's. I walked to the clearance section. <laughs> I picked out what I wanted, got ready to go. I was like, oh, you know what? I didn't get him anything. I go over to, he is furious that I am in the clearance section shopping for him. Furious. It got to the point where if I went shopping for him and I picked up something out of clearance section, I would have to cut the tags off before I brought it in the house so he couldn't see that it came from the clearance section. Girl, that is a lot of work. Who are you telling? Wow. <laughs> We could have nice things, right. but I still had to be frugal because you weren't financially responsible. Like, he never correlated like, oh, my wife has to do these things to keep us afloat because I'm not holding up my end of right. what I'm supposed exactly. to do. But it came to that point that I just learned to operate in that capacity. I was married to that man for four years. And mind you, we were together four years before that. So that's the eight years of navigating this behavior. Right. And, and that becomes the part where you settled, right. you know, into this in order to maintain the harmony, the peace of the relationship at the expense of yourself. Right. And, and that, that is something I'm notorious for, like not even just intimate relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about there are times where you'd be like, you, you know, you should have went off then. You, you should have went off then. I'd be like, no, you know, just trying to keep the peace, just trying to. I'm not in the keeping peace area. I'm not in, be, in the being the bigger person area of my life either. But I'm at such a level of peace that I don't care if you're upset that I didn't please you how you're looking to be. Like, right. I'm just right. existing. <laughs> yeah. You're going to buy with me or you're not. Right. No, I no, I 100 percent understand that. And um I can respect that because I call myself a former 
people pleaser too. I call myself a former settler, you know. I settled for a lot of things in my friendships, in my relationships, in the workplace, you know, I, I did. And, and now that I've kind of grown up and I know my value and worth and I don't, there are times when I still struggle a little bit because I don't want to hurt the feelings or, you know, because there's a way to tell somebody something and tell it to them in kindness and in the right place and at the right time. Right. Yeah. And trying to navigate that, which has led me to believe and to know and understand, you know, no is no. And I said what I said. Mm -hmm. And I say that with I said what I said. And I stand by what I said. And the other part of that is recognizing the need of when you need to apologize or when you need to, to take the other instead of what you want for various reasons, right? But as right. long as you're not doing that just off to the do beginning. it, right, right, yeah. right. Right. Because I was definitely just looking at the cheaper fridge just to look at it. Like, there was no justification after we talked. And sometimes that's what you need to do is talk about it. Right. Naya was a helpless. She was just like. <laughs> no, Naya you. was like, thank you. And right. thank you for telling her. And thank you. She was you. just like, okay, we're getting this fridge. I'm like, no, 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 no. So, but sometimes that's it. Like, you just need to talk through it. And, right. But no, we're we're working on. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not a yes man. I'm not doing all of that. There are people I avoid like the plague because I just don't want to interact with you and hurt your feelings because you think I'm supposed to say yes to everything you need or want, and I can't be that for you. Um, but, yes, I'm going to get my fridge. And you're not going to settle for the lesser fridge. version of what you want. I'm not, unless the contractor says, like, hey, we can't make this work in this Oh, they space. can make it fit. He can make okay. it fit. See, <laughs> okay. we're not doing the excuses. He can make it fit. With he the design of the kitchen, but fit. I'm sure that me and my friends will live a long and healthy life together. <laughs> well, I just want to tell, um, there are some steps that you can take to stop settling for less in your relationships, your work, and in your life. And I think um, the biggest one here is be brutally honest about your circumstances, Right? Sure. Yes. No, yes. Now, now, let's all take into account, like, you're not going out here trying to hurt people's feelings. Right. Like, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying, you know, go out there and, oh, no, no, we're not saying that. We're saying take a breath, figure out what your circumstances are and how you need and to address And be honest them. with yourself. Yes. You don't have to be honest with the world, but be honest with yourself. Yes. The second thing they say is fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. YOLO. YOLO. See, I am good at that, though. That And it's so weird. Like, I'm terrified of heights, but I zip line through the jungles of Jamaica. Make it make sense. Like, I was terrified the whole time. I but you did it. I can't even show you the video because I swore the whole, like, the whole time. <laughs> but I did it. I, it just it's mind boggling. Right. The next one says, realize that you are just as capable as anyone else. Working on it. So when they pick you for a project or when somebody compliments on the great work you did. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're working on Number it. Number four, 
nourish your body and create healthy habits. I don't know. I mean, was that drink more water? Is that practice saying say no in more mimosas? I was gonna say, yeah, absolutely. Well, a mimosa doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't. It's orange juice. It's champagne. It's, it's great. And the last one is ask for help. Ask for help. I would have called eventually. No, and you would about not. This no, and I would have been mad if you told me. <laughs> I could when I we walked in there and I saw you and first. First of all, I'm like, that lady looks so familiar to me. <laughs> I was like, she looks so familiar. And then when you said, you know, I'm over here, I was going to get this refrigerator, I'm not going to do it. I was like, show me the refrigerator. Didn't I say, show yes. me where the refrigerator <laughs> is? Because I'm going to. But the thing is, is that, you know, I've done the same thing too. You know, I've talked myself out of stuff. I've taken the lesser model. I've taken the older car. So I understand it. Right. And I think understanding and knowing why you did it is one thing. But settling because you think that this is all you deserve is another thing. Yes. I'm working on it. I'm well, a work in progress. Well, listeners, I hope that you got something out of this podcast. Settling is not an option. And I want to thank my co-host Sparkle and thank you for listening to Sis I See You Too on the WDKX platform. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network. Provided by Vision Automotive.